Who do you think, Toronto or Warriors? I hope Toronto gives them a good shot, but I think I think Golden State is going to take it. Just emotions. that raw emotion of like seeing guys get fired up. Like we're not robots. Did you know God. when you did it, people were going to be like, "Oh, what's this no. about?" That, that's the one thing I learned. <laughs> do not believe everything you read out there. Do you love pimping a home run? Do I like it? Do I like seeing it? Fuck yeah! Of course, I was about to say, <laughs> hell yeah. Yo, yo, yo! We are back. A brand new episode of R2C2, as there is every single Thursday. So make sure you're downloading, rating, reviewing, and subscribing. The easiest thing to do is just subscribe because then the new episodes just boom, they get automatically downloaded. It's good for us and it's good for you if you like the show, uh, which we always love hearing from you guys and the awesome feedback. So thank you. Um, you know, a couple weeks ago, I sent out a photo on Instagram, I think on my story, and uh, Sadie Zillow, our coordinating producer, did as well, of Manny Machado with Cece and me. And the reaction that we got was incredible. People anticipating this podcast, which is so cool. We always love seeing that. And uh, even over the past couple Thursdays, people tweeting at us, reaching out, wait, when's the Machado episode dropping? When's the Machado episode dropping? Well, it drops right now. I mean, you're about to listen to it. And I think you're going to love the insight you get into Manny's personality. I didn't know Manny Machado uh, other than, you know, through what I'd hear from about him from C. And I have to say, I think you're going to walk away thinking, wow, like that that's a really interesting, pleasant, entertaining guy. Um, and, uh, you know, we learned a ton about some really interesting stuff about how Buck Showalter influenced his career, about uh, Manny's transition to third base coming up, some stuff I had never heard before, which was fascinating. We dove deep into free agency, what that process was like for him, the difficult decisions he had to make. Yes, we talked about the Yankees' interest and flirtation with him as well and CeCe's recruiting of him. Uh, and we also got to hear about the famous Jordan brand chat that uh, CeCe's on along with uh, Manny Machado and uh, some other guys who we're, we're uh, going to have you hear from a little bit later on in the season. So uh, so that was just some uh, cool little interesting insights uh, into uh, the Jordan brand guys and the way they communicate. Um, but I think you guys are going to love this episode. I'm so excited for you to hear it. And remember, new episodes every Thursday, R2C2, uh, download, subscribe, rate, review, tell everybody you know um, and enjoy. Here's Manny Machado with CC and me on R2C2. Manny, how did you guys kind of become friendly, you and CC? Well, it goes back to, uh, you know, when I came up um, and as a rookie, obviously, knew a couple of guys on the Yankee side, A-Rod, Cano, Melky, and, uh, you know, CC was always, uh, you know, professional about his game, you know, always came up to me, hey, what's up, man? Hey, congrats, welcome to big leagues, and, uh, you know, introduced himself, and, uh, you know, ever since then, we kind of kept in touch, and Jordan Brand came around, and, you know, got got into a better uh, relationship after that, so, um, you know, he's been first class act since day one, since I met him, since since a rookie. Are you Jordan Brand guys like all close like that too? I'm like, is there a connection between all of you? We are. It's not. It's not a lot of us, and it's uh, you know, most of the guys are 
superstars. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's it's uh it's fun to be to be able to be friends with a lot of these guys and and uh, you know for me a lot of the guys that I probably wouldn't normally know you know because I don't play against a lot of these guys. So um, and me being an old man now, you know I don't know a lot of these guys. So it's cool to have that relationship. We have a group chat and um, it gets it gets fun. It gets fired up. Oh wait, so you got a Jordan Brand group chat? Yeah. Ooh, I like it. So yeah. so what kind of like content gets discussed on the Jordan Brand group chat? We got it all. It's yeah. everything. A lot, a lot of roasting. <laughs> everything goes on in there. Right. Who gets roasted the most? Because let me just explain, man. I don't that, know who gets roasted the uh, most, but yeah. I know Dexter is always the one the that's one starting start. a lot of the shit. <laughs> yeah. Dexter Fowler? Dexter Fowler, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He likes to just stir it up. Yeah, stirs up the pot. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all, everyone kind of gets get, gets a little bit of everything. I think... Uh, you know, we give our fair share to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how you keep people honest, right? You know, definitely. it's like I, I was asking because on our group chat, I definitely am the one who gets roasted most <laughs> like, with me, Cece, and our boys. Like, no question I am. But it's okay. It keeps us all honest. You know? sure, sure. I, I, I'm the instigator on another group chat. So it kind of it balances, <laughs> it, out. It, it, does, balances right? it out for sure. It does. All right. So since you're a Jordan brand guy, do you have like. Do you have a favorite pair? Because I see you rocking neon. I try to fresh too. I try yeah. to be loud on the field, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get to wear these outside the field, so might as well do. bring a pair. I got guys inside tell me all the time, "Why are you bring a different pair of shoes all the time?" I'm like, "Well, I'm not gonna wear them outside in the field, so might as well wear them on the yard." You know, let everybody else see them. You know, we got we got taken care of, so uh, you know we gotta show out our swag sometimes. Are you a size twelve by chance, man? No, <laughs> he's a thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. Because they look good, man. But you know, this kind of reminds me of what we were talking about the one time, see, about like how like it, it'd be cool if, if like people started like focusing on when you guys walk in, like the same way in the NBA, how yeah. like there's the focus on outfits that way. Like, I would love that because I know Manny's a stylish dude. Like, Definitely. That should be profiled before every For game, sure. you know? Then For it's sure. like, oh, what Jays is he rocking But I, I feel like they're doing that more and it's getting fans into it more. Yeah. You got like a few more fan pages where guys' outfits are getting posted and different things like off the field. And I think that's what I, I drives like, you know, younger fans towards the sport is like seeing that, you know, baseball players are cool. They see us all boring just wearing uniforms all day. That should be the marketing slogan, right? <laughs> baseball there. players are cool. Baseball players are not, cool. Not let the kids play because obviously that shit ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, speaking of let's the, let the kids play, Manny, like, do you do you love pimping a home run? Like, is that something you enjoy? <sighs> I don't. <sighs> depends. Okay. Depends on who it is. Depends on the situation of the game. Um. Do I like it? Do I like seeing it? Fuck yeah, I do. Of course. I was about to <laughs> say, hell yeah. I was, about, I was waiting for him to answer this. I was about to be like, wait, what? <laughs> no, I like watching it. I mean, for myself, I, I don't like pimping it myself. I mean, I, I have my own little just nice and easy, but watching that shit. Yo, you know, I'm, I'm I mean, into like Dietrich right now. Like he's got the ooh, best pimp jobs swag. right now. He's dropping the bat and like walking and shit, but he's hitting these balls 500 feet. Like. You don't want to see him pimp it? Don't fucking throw the ball over the plate. <laughs> That's I, right. I, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then Puig comes up right behind him and hits one and then sprints out of the box. Like, <laughs> what you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, you want the sprinter? You want, you the, want the sprinter? You want the walk? I mean, yeah. they both, there's both runs. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they both are stylish in their own way. Yeah, you know? man. I mean, I, as a fan, I've always loved it. You know, like I remember when Jabba was doing the fist pumping and it became like a big talk yeah. show radio topic here in New York. And I was like, 
I love that. Like, and at that point, that was before I was on air. I'm like, as a fan, when he gets two strikes, I'm like waiting for that. You know, <laughs> like if I see a big home run in a big spot, like even like indeed he still denies it, but his home run against the Twins in the wild card game a couple years ago, the way he just oh, yeah, like he flipped, flipped the bat, yeah, yeah man, like that's like as much a part of the highlight for me as seeing the ball yeah. go soaring into the right field seat. Just it's that emotion. Yeah. Just emotions. that a raw emotion of like seeing guys get fired up. Like we're not robots. You know what I'm saying? Like you get fired up. You like to have fun and, and uh, that's part of it. And baseball players are cool. Baseball <laughs> players are cool. <laughs> we're starting that. That should be your Instagram hashtag like, with every outfit. Do you, uh, Manny, are you on, are you on social media a lot? Yeah. 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 Do I you, just creep though. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you have do you have like a burner account that you're checking? No, out no, out just on mine. I just just creep on people. <laughs> I just scroll down the pictures, see where everybody's wearing, see their stories. That's good. See what's happening. Isn't it funny? Like like sometimes all of a sudden you're just like on it. You're like going through stories. It's like well, a half an hour went by. Like what Quick. happened? I know. Quick. It does. Do you remember? It was a it was a big story when Manny followed the Yes Network on Instagram in the office. <laughs> was that? A, oh yeah, because I mean it's nothing going on. It's right. dead. So like and people any like, kind of little. LeBron liking the photo of Kyrie the other day. Like, yeah, uh, that's not yes. fucking news. Yeah, Who cares. Don't put that on ESPN. Like that's <laughs> not news, bro. Like nobody cares. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's a like on the Instagram, and like people go crazy because it's the off season. It was funny, like seeing someone like John Heyman reporting on Manny Machado has followed the yes. <laughs> <laughs> Heyman, did, did you know God. when you did it, people were going to be like, "Oh, what's this no. about?" No, I mean, it's we're, we're following. You know, we're doing the tour. You know, you you, you want to know where you're getting yourself into? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like I'm not just going to go somewhere in blind. So you follow all these things. You kind of see the organization, see you know what they're about. And uh, you know, I didn't think it was going to be a big story, but obviously, uh, I was wrong. Did you want to like know? unfollow after? Like, you didn't know I did, been but a I, had, story. I had no chance. <laughs> after it came out, I had no choice. Oh, he unfollowed the yes <laughs> network. I mean, it would have been worse. So it would have been well. worse. So did you did you unfollow it or did you stay did you stay following in that moment? Honestly, I think I just kept following. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we, I played against the Yankees for yeah eight years. I mean, I've, we've been following them for a while. You know, I mean, it's just. Just the nature of it. We follow them. We follow, you know, Tampa's, Toronto's, you know, Boston. You know, we follow them all. You know, you kind of, especially my wife. My wife's always on, you know, whenever she's not at the games, you want to keep score on different type, you know, different ways. Yeah. So just all talk. To people, it's you know, it's hilarious. Just it's, it's just a new age of, of what it, you know, what sports is, though, in, in social media. And that's just the way people keep up with guys now. And sometimes yeah. it is a story. And a lot of times it's not, though. Well, also the Yes Network, we appreciate it, Manny, and we and we want you to continue to follow our outstanding <laughs> content there because I also work there. But the you know it is interesting because I do feel like today, and we see it. I think in NBA free agency, it's become huge too, where it's like people try and put together the clues of like, oh, this guy followed that guy, and this guy followed that guy, and I guess it was a credit to your camp and the way you guys kept information tight that that was all there really was for people to go on in free agency because there wasn't like hard news, so to speak. Because I think even like, I don't know who it was in your family was wearing like a little White Sox outfit or something. And everyone's like, oh man, he's going to the White Sox. It's like, <laughs> one thing was my brother-in-law is in the he, White he Sox. Was a- <laughs> <laughs> right. So like, what's he going to do? If your brother-in-law is getting a gift for a kid, he's giving him White Sox stuff, yeah, or something, yeah. right? Or like, or it is what it is. W- was that... W- how much was the pull to try and join? I mean, you have family over there. Also, John Jay is, yeah. a, is a really close friend, right? Like, I mean, how much did that weigh on you, the opportunity to be with those guys? Well, you know, you as a kid, 
we always dreamed to, uh, you know, play in the big leagues, obviously, win a World Series, you know, but at the end of the day, you always, you would love to play with your friends, you know, you would love to play with your boys, you would, mm -hmm. I would love to play with my family. So, yeah, it definitely was a big, big part of it, um, part of a decision that I had to make, um, you know, because it would have been pretty cool to be, you know, when, you know, they're, not to talk shit about them, but, you know, they're about to, you know, we got a couple more years in the big leagues and, um, you know, I'm still way younger than them. So I still got a lot more, way more time. So, mm. you know, it was, it was a decision that was kind of tough, but it would have been freaking awesome if I would have been a part of that and, you know, actually put on the same uniform, being in the clubhouse, go on the road with them, like just, just experience the whole baseball, you know, and I'm over here by myself in San Diego, <laughs> you know, we're a great team, great teammates, but you know, it's different when it's family and, and close friends. Yeah, I mean, a brother-in-law is like a totally different level of like, you know, I mean, that's not just your boy. That's, yeah. a, no, that's a different that's level. Family. That is your family. Yeah. I mean, and was your wife like, I mean, that must have been a pull for her too. Like thinking, hey, yeah. you know, I can be this close to my family I mean, it was well. definitely talked about a lot throughout the family. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. You yeah. Know, it's, just, it's just the truth. It's every day we could play together. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be dining together. You know? One fly for everybody. <laughs> you know, so. What, same hotel, what, same hotel everybody. Everybody's good, you know, so it would have been a lot easier for the family. Did you enjoy free agency, like going through the whole process? Because I know like when I went through it in 2008, I didn't I didn't have fun. I thought it was going to be fun and the touring around and all that stuff. But it wasn't as fun as I, I expected. Nah, it was it was definitely different. It was totally different than what I expected. I, you know, everybody always talked about. I mean, the the the, the actual um like the trips going to the places, like the tour was kind of cool. You know, you, you get to go to the stadiums and enjoy it and they're kind of showing you love and, you know, they put your name, your walkout, your jersey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. all cool. But the other stuff about it, just, just miserable. You're just waiting around and you're like, man, like this is the one time I get to choose where I want to go. You know, people actually want you and you're just waiting around. The other teams on the other side are just kind of just holding off on you and like, oh yeah, we don't know this and that. Like, just takes forever, especially this year, how, how the game's changing and with mm -hmm. the free agents, you know, it was, it was, it just wasn't fun. And it wasn't fun for me. So I could just imagine what's going on, you know, with Crimber out there and Kaiko. So, um, you know, but at the end of the day, grateful for where I'm at, grateful for the decision I made. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, you look back on it, it's something that you learn from, you kind of take it in for what it is, but you know, it was kind of, fun but at the same time kind of a headache and, but it, it, it always help you it'll help you be a better leader too with younger guys coming up and you going through that and knowing what the situation is and helping being able to talk to guys guys will come to you a lot now 100 and want to talk about free agency and you'll have all the info you know yep, what i'm saying 100%. so it'll help you be a better leader 100 yeah, what was the moment you were most frustrated in during the period manny because you're right it's completely different than it was even when C was a free agent in 08, because we've seen these timetables, they drag out. Even with a stud in his, you know, going into his age 25 or 26 season, it's a different, you know, it's a different period of time that it takes these teams to make decisions. So, like, what, what was, was there? Do you remember the point where you were, like, most frustrated during that period? Honestly, I, not really, to be honest. I thought I was, uh, you know, I knew what I was, what I deserved. I knew what I was going to get. Um, you know, it was just a matter of just waiting, waiting game. You know, they, they wanted to wait. We we're going to wait. I was at the end of the day, I had the upper hand, you know, I knew they were going to want me and I knew what I could bring to the table. And at the end of the day, it was going to happen. So I wasn't frustrated at times. Were you pissed off at times? Yeah. You know, a bunch of lies going on up mm. there, back and forth. Are you just like, you know, what's going on? Are you serious right now? But other than that, I mean, I think it was, uh, 
you know, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Well, cause it did get to a point, right? Where your agent had to make a statement saying, Whoa, Whoa, this is totally false. A lot, right? of, a lot of false occupations out there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of lies that go through. That, that's one thing I learned. <laughs> Do not believe everything you read out there. <laughs> that's one thing. Do not believe it because it's not true. I could imagine that. Like if you're a free agent and like, obviously, you know, there are times reporters have scoops, of course, like we see that all the time, but like you're reading something about yourself and you're just like, this is just like, I have no, no interest in Bro, this I'm, place. I'm so glad that I wasn't a free agent during like social media era because oh. I would have been on social media. That ain't true. That's a fucking lie. He lying. That ain't happened. I would have been. Everybody be, on blast. I'd be going off, dog. Like I'd be putting everybody on blast. Like going crazy. Like I, I could. I can't hold it like that. So like. It's good that, you know, I was a free agent when it was no social media. Yeah, it's, it's not as easy as it was back then. Now, were you checking Twitter, too, or just Instagram? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Whoever yeah. tells you that they don't check it, they're lying. I was on yeah. that every day. And especially every in the off-season, because it's the off-season, so you have there's nothing going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like some, sometimes, like, the story gets kind of, like, you forget about the player, yeah. whereas more so it just talk, started talking, turning into a story and this and that. And but you forget about the player that you're getting and, and what he's done and the talent that he has. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like sometimes it gets away from that. I mean, with with every sport and anything, I, I mean, NFL draft, I say the same thing. You know, as soon as the season's over and, you know, they cut the tape and then it's like you got you never seen these kids play before. No. It's all about the draft. Like you just watched all these kids play against Oklahoma, Alabama, whatever. Like draft them on that, not for what they can, how fast they can run or how many times they can lift 225. It's crazy. That is a great point. I, it always point. It, it fascinates me how underrated what you actually do on the field becomes in in that process, especially the NFL draft. Like all of a sudden, the bench press matters more than the Why? twenty sacks you had. You just against saw top this guy play against yeah. the top top, uh, yeah. top competition. What difference does it make? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Championship like it's crazy. game, balling out. Like it's what? crazy, man. <laughs> how much better can you play? Or? It happens with yeah. every sport. Watch out how crazy it gets this free agency, uh, this offseason with basketball. Oh like, yeah, like and them talking about different players and this and that. Even with Kawhi last year, this time last year, Kawhi was the worst player on. And, and Popovich couldn't handle him and this and that. And now he's the greatest player in Toronto uh, franchise history. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you just got to let the guys play and get out there, man. It does. It swings back and forth so quickly. I have to ask you, Manny, because CeCe's like, you know, he's the elder statesman here. How was his free agency pitch to you? Did he do a good job trying to pitch the Yankees? I think he... Honestly, he did a good job. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> he, kept, he kept the professional. Yeah. You know, I mean, just, you know let him be. I, mean, I was bugging him more. Though. I felt like I was bugging him because uh, I was texting him like every couple of weeks. Like, yo, where we at? <laughs> I wanted him here bad, man. I, I just know what type of, type of talent he has and the type of player he is and the type of type of guy he is in our clubhouse would have been great. But I'm happy for him, you know, in San Diego. I, I think it's a good spot for him, too. It, it was interesting, too, because I will say, like, there is a faction of, I mean, I think it's worked out for everybody, right? Like things have gone well, you know, with the Yankees and you guys are off to a really good start in San Diego. And I think, you know, you're going to have an awesome core there for a long time. But it's funny, like there's definitely still a faction of Yankee fans who are upset that the Yankees didn't sign you. Like, yeah, they, but that's not his fault. No, I'm saying, I'm saying it as a compliment to him. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm saying it as a compliment to Manny that even as well as things have gone this year at third base, like Yankee fans loved you so much and were so fascinated by you but that they're still like, like, man, I wish we would have had that guy. Yeah, obviously not your yeah. fault. But like, that's how much, I mean, I'm wondering, I bring it up to say, did you feel that love from the Yankee fans? Or could you tell how badly Yankee fans wanted you? Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole offseason was, you know, 
hearing those mix, you know, hey, we want Manny, we want we want Machado, we want Machado. So it was it was pretty cool. I mean, I played here my my you know my entire career. Obviously, it was on the other side, obviously, and uh, you know it, it was it's always been a pleasure to play here. And uh, you know, you get mixed emotions of the Yankees fans, and you just you know they love you when you play for them, and they hate you when you're on the other side. It's just just what it is but they they respect the game they know players they know baseball you know that's why i think that's what's so cool about you know playing here and playing against the yankees that you always knew that when you came in here they were gonna you know they were gonna boo you they were gonna throw stuff at you they were gonna heckle you they're gonna say bunch of motherfuck you, yeah. motherfuck you. <laughs> you know but they respect your game you know when you came out here and, and you balled out and you beat the yankees they respected that obviously they didn't like it but they've always respected it. So I always thought it was pretty cool. That is like, I see you've always talked about that too, with like just the fan experience here and how different it is. Like, you know, as an opponent versus, you know, home player and just like how you feel these fans, you know, and it is a little different than other organizations. Oh, in that regard. Yeah. Big time. I mean, like you said, these fans, they know baseball and they know, you know, what they want. And yeah. <laughs> it was just like, I mean, just, you know, his first at bat and they started booing. And I'm like, that's love though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the boo was like, we wish he was here more yeah. so than like, boo, we don't like him. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just, you, you got to understand these fans and, and they're real passionate and they're real fans. Yeah, they are. Now, see, you're probably happy that you're not pitching against the Padres so that you don't have to face definitely, this guy, right? Definitely. Like, I, I got to look up the exact numbers. But it's I a just, lot. Yeah. I just <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking them up. I, just, I, I remember the one ball that Manny, oh, actually I have CC versus batters up here. I remember the one ball Manny hit off you to left field that was like, oh, I knew it was Yeah, a, which one? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You know the one. It was like 470 feet. Yo, and then we get on the group chat, and then it's like, you, you should see it like when he takes me deep or so you take, like something happens on the group chat, like when we play in each other, it gets crazy. Does it? Yeah, it gets <laughs> <laughs> You just got to wait. Did you pimp it? Like, no, like, no, no. Your home no. <laughs> I can't pimp CC, man. That's my, that's my dog. You just head down, all just right? head down like, fuck, damn. <laughs> That's a long way. Oh, so, <laughs> all right, here it is. You, you got a three thirty nine batting average, an OPS over a thousand, and five dingers Jeez, against you. See, yeah. So yeah, it's good. It's good. I took this week off. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> this is nice time for a sabbatical. No, no need for you to face face Manny this week. Manny, what about like when you think back about your experience in Baltimore? You're there a long time as a young player. I mean, you came up at a young age. What stands out most thinking back to your years there? Man, the great group we had. We had such a great, great talent, great group of guys. Adam Jones, Marcakis, Weeders, J.J. Hardy. I mean, we all got along so well. And we came, you know, from, you know, when I came up, it was 15 years before they had made the postseason. I came up in August. First wild card game, we win. First time, I think it was the first time the wild card has uh, was 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 yeah the first one when yep. they split it up to the two mm -hmm. two teams one game, and we win that. And you know from then it was just winning seasons. After that, everybody getting together as a group. Um, you know we had such a special group, man. I think that was that was what was so special that I, you know when when you when you get a core group of guys like that, I get along so well and are together for such a long period of time. 
um, you know, you grow a relationship and I think that's what you miss most when you, when, when you're gone or you get traded or, you know, when people start going away, you know, I think that's what you miss most, man, that, that interaction you have with guys in the clubhouse that, you know, when you picking each other up on the, on the field and you're struggling when you're old for 20, you, you know, you're feeling that like you're, you're, you're 20 for 20, but your boy is old for 20 and you're feeling that, man. You're like, come on, let's get ahead. And you're cheering for each other. I mean, I think that, that, that goes a long way, man. I think that's, that's what you miss. We had a very tight group of guys who, you know, we ate dinner together. We went out to, together. We did a lot of stuff together that, um, you know, those are memories that you'll never forget. You know what's, what's crazy is that like it'll never be the same. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I, I still feel that with my Cleveland teams, the guys that I came up with, Victor Martinez, and you know all those guys that I came up with when I was younger, still my boys. You know what I'm saying? I still talk to them to this day, and like still super close. And like you never have nothing like that first group of guys that you came up with yeah. and like mm-hmm. one with. You know what I'm saying? So like that's special, and you always hold on to that. You always have that. Yeah, that's so interesting. And I could see that because, I mean, think about it. That's your, you know, your, your, I mean, you both were super young. Get it. See, were you 19 when you started? I was started? 19, yeah. And Manny, you were in the big leagues when you were 20. 20. Yeah, 20. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, think about how young that is in those formative years. And, you know, you guys are all like, <laughs> I mean, you're growing up together. Yeah, you you're know? trying to figure it out together. And yeah. you don't know, you don't know who's going to make it and you don't know who's going to be there for a long time. But, you know, you just know that you've been through this journey with these guys in the minor leagues. And, you want to get the goal is to get to the big leagues and win. And when you can accomplish that, you know, no matter on what level, you know, I mean, uh, you know, you, you feel pretty good about it. And that group of guys is always be special. Yeah, that group, it was a really good group. I mean, I forget what the exact numbers are, but there was a time where it was like you guys had the most wins of any team during yep. the decade or, you know, whatever it was. And, you know, you went to the playoffs multiple times. Adam's one of our favorites. Yeah, and you know, sure. he's a good yep. buddy of C's and we love having him on the potty. So besides his donut expertise, everything else is awesome. <laughs> also, you know, you ever get in on like donuts yeah. with Adam? But I tell him all the time, like, don't why don't you just keep it original? Just give me some glazed donuts. Fill this. That. I'm like, come on, Adam. Like, damn, just keep it simple sometimes. <laughs> you get like, that's cool that y'all get to play each other now a lot too in, that's the, crazy. in the West right yeah it's that's crazy oh, yeah. I told him that yeah. the other day I'm like man damn I thought I was gonna come over here by myself and <laughs> over here in the West. now I gotta see you every, every, every other series I gotta see you 18 times can I get away do you have a donut spot for him in San Diego yet no but I just found one on Instagram though oh really I just found one on Instagram sorry found them. they look bomb really <laughs> they look bomb but he already probably knows he's from there so oh that's true yeah that's true. he's probably ate all of them that's true I, <laughs> I forgot he was him. from there that's right see you like the like the uh, the glaze from Krispy Kreme, right? Maple, maple. yeah, the Any, maple, yeah, one. maple. Yeah. Oh, so good, man! And simple, and, yeah, simple. simple maple. You yeah. don't want when they put maple. like the Lucky Charms nah, on it. I don't want none of that shit. Yeah. Nah. Maple donuts. Bro. That's it, man. <laughs> I love like the key to success in the big leagues is donuts before the game. <laughs> For like, sure, that is really hundred percent. That's that's what you Load need up to on do. Your carbs. You know. Uh, Buck Showalter, he you know he has a history here, obviously, and he was your manager for a long time in Baltimore. And this uh, the first year in a while he isn't their manager. He always seems super intense. We love storytelling here on R two C two. So I'm wondering, do you have a good like Buck Showalter being super intense story from your years in Baltimore? Every time he came to New York, he was super intense. Yeah, <laughs> he just wanted to beat the Yankees so bad. <laughs> He was just like, let's go. Like, you know, you, you, we'll feel that pressure coming in here. You know, he just wanted to beat the Yankees all the time. And, um, you know, I think he was – everybody knows who Buck is. You know, he is who he is. He doesn't change for anybody. Just how you see him is how he is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, I thought he was such a great manager, especially me coming up as, as a young kid. He taught me so much about the game, about – 
you know, how to play the game the right way, you know, such of like, he's a micromanager, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's, he's a attention to detail type of guy. Like if, you know, he, 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 he'll be in here right now. He'll be changing these, these, these water bottles. <laughs> they're, not right. like, they're not, they're not right. You know, that's just who he, who he was. So, you know, he's, he was an awesome guy to play with, you know, especially coming up. Um, you know, we loved having him, uh, Learn so much. I'm, I'm the. I, I, t- I tell everybody. I'm. I'm the player I am today because I had Buckshaw Walter as my manager. Wow, that's amazing. How I mean, how much of your third base ability? And you've won two Gold Gloves there, and now you're splitting time between short and third. I mean, how much of that, Manny, was was like you know learned nuances once you got to the big league level, and how much of it was the talent you already had there? I think it was just straight talent, honestly. Yeah, it was, it's, it's crazy because I only played three games in the minor leagues, and then they played third, a third, yeah. So they told me they're like, "Hey, you might get called up to the big leagues, but it's to play third base." You know, we don't have a third baseman right now. They're kind of scuff, scuffling with Mark Reynolds and Benemit at the time. And they're like, they're kind of scuffling a little bit. Maybe you might play third. You want to learn how to play third? I was like, yeah, whatever. Anything to get to big leagues. Like, Yeah, whatever. Got to do. Whatever. So I play there, practice for like a straight week early work, and the hot buoy was oh. hot as hell. <laughs> oh, man, it was hot. I'm out there early work every day. Ten, like straight, it was a 10-day homestand for 10 days playing third base. And I come back. They're like, yeah, you're going to play third. I'm like, all right, when am I going to play third? A month and a half passes, I don't play. Finally, it comes like it was like July something. I played two games at third base. It was a weekend series. So I played three games in third base. Never played third base again. Went back to shortstop. I started raking. A month passes. I get called up to the big leagues to play third base. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Kendall, my manager at the time, was like, hey, uh, you know, you're getting called up to the big leagues. You got to go to Baltimore tomorrow and you're playing against Kansas City. I was like, oh, you know, fuck shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's fucking <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but you're going to play third base. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> My heart just dropped. I was like, man, I thought I was supposed to be excited about this moment. <laughs> I got this pressure that I'm going to be playing third base. In the middle of, you know, they were like battling for the wild card spot, first place. I was like, oh, man, I don't want to mess this up. And, you know, I went up there and I just played. I just, you know, Buck told me, he's like, hey, you don't need to worry about hitting. Don't worry about anything. Just catch the ball and make the... If you make errors, who cares? Just make sure you catch it and make a good throw. And if you could do that, then you're going to be fine. So that that kind of relieved some pressure on me. And I just went out there. I just let my talent take over. I mean, and it did. Some, yeah. of, the, some of the places... From, right, from, from the beginning, like oh. from right away. It just it just happens. Like, I mean, people ask me, like, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't, honestly, I, I don't know. I just just catch the ball. That's the like, best way to know, be, though. Like, when you can't react. explain it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's go glove. <laughs> so now, yeah, exactly. Already two of them. And now, Manny, do you have a strong preference between short and third? Because this year, you're about 50-50, I feel like, between the yeah. two positions. Um, you know, I, my, my heart's always been that short, man. I've always wanted to play. I played it last year, and I thought it made me a better player just because I was in the game. I was able to see, you know, from the pitchers, I was able to see pitches, make adjustments, move guys over, move this way even then that translate into like my hitting when i went to go hit i was already knowing like okay man like our pitchers doing this maybe the, like it made me smarter understanding hit, understand yeah, the game of course yeah mm. where at third base you really can't you don't see that because you can't see the signs you don't know what pitch is coming you kind of have the shortstop sometimes sending you the signs but it's a little different so you know playing shortstop last year was was awesome i always love to play i'm better shortstop this year than I was last year just because I got, you know, my feet under me and kind of know what to what to expect over there now. So um, if I had to choose, I mean, I'm the player I am today because of their base. Mm. But, I mean, I love short. Yeah. The, you know, your core, 
I mean, how much did the idea of like having a young group to grow with, with the Padres, how, how much of a role did that play in your decision to come to San Diego? We know the money is yeah. amazing and the contract <laughs> is great. You know, I mean, that's and, pretty good. I, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And and by the way, it obviously it should be a huge factor. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a life altering, family altering, generational sure. decision, of course, you know, but when you when you are looking at the other things on the table what you know how much did that have to do with it you know playing with Tatis Jr. and everything else it it was huge I mean obviously you know I wanted to win number one you know I wanted to win and um you know there's a there's a young core group here that that have tremendous talent and to be a part of that and you know make them grow know what I know as, as a player um you know what I could bring to the table was you know obviously a big big thing so you know, coming over here, they told me, yeah, you're going to be playing third base. We have Tatis coming over. want you to help and want him. And I saw this kid play in spring training. I'm like, man, thank God I'm playing third base. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this kid has so much talent. 20 years old. He can run. He can catch. He can throw. I mean... You know, it's what I, you was. It, eight years, five years ago. <laughs> I didn't have the speed, though. I didn't have the speed. I wish I had that. But, you know, just made it made it a lot easier just because, you know, now I could, you know, now I could be J.J. Hardy who was to me you know yeah. just kind of helping me out making me grow i won't go gloves because it's jj hardy so now i could do the same thing to a player like that i could do a player to you know who, we have Julio, uh louis urias playing second base he's gonna come up and play too that's i mean yeah he has, he has all the tools in the world um you know the pitching staff that we have you know that that that, that i could give my two cents to obviously i'm not a pitcher i don't know much but you know you, you kind of give your two cents to them and works and um you know make them learn so it's 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 kind of unique the group that we have because we have a little bit of better veteran leadership you know with kinsler and you know stamming in the bullpen kirby myself you know guys who could help these guys out in different ways that can make them better and you know this is this is this is my home for the next 10 years and um you know if, if you could grow with this just like i was in baltimore we grew up together <clears throat> and you went together i mean it just makes it that much more special See, when I think about the like difference in roles, right, because now Manny goes from being that young gun in Baltimore, whatever, to being the relied upon leader here now. Mm -hmm. Right. Which which role have you enjoyed more, like being that young dude coming up, whatever, or or being the elder statesman in the Uh, kind of both? Um, You enjoy the young time because it's like. You can do whatever, you know, yeah. it's nothing's your fault. You're just young. <laughs> so you, can, you can do stupid shit. Nobody's going to really get mad. You know what I mean? So uh, it, it's fun to be young in the game, especially, you know, when you got a lot of talent, you can go yeah. out there and play and, and, you know, you can have some success and, you know, have some good numbers and stuff like that. But, you know, like like you said, paying it for like paying it forward and, and being able to be that guy to Tatis and, and you know, help him be a great a better player. Um, yeah, it's fun for me now to see Justice Sheffield, you know, Monty and, you know, all these guys that, you know, I get to be around and, and hang around and, and see them come up and, and uh, you know, be better players and, and be, you know, good pitchers. It's, it's fun to be a part of that, too. What did J.J. Hardy teach you? Cause, you know, you just talked about, hey, I wouldn't have my gold gloves without him. You know, what are what's one lesson or some of the lessons he taught you that stays with you today? Consistency. You know, practice, practice consistency. And if you do that, everything else will be easy. I mean, the game is easy. The game doesn't change. We've been playing the same game since you know, we're six years old. Yeah. Obviously, it's a lot stronger guys, bigger guys, better balls, better bats, better gloves. But it's the same game. You got to catch the ball, make the throw. And 
he was not the flashiest guy of, of them all. He looked kind of weird catching the ball and throwing it, but he made every play. He made every play. He, and made he, every he was play. my shortstop in, in, <clears throat> Baltimore, in Milwaukee, right? Um, yeah. The year before in 2008, and I mean, he was unbelievable. He made every play. Every it was play. it was it was great. It was didn't it was look so much great, fun. but. He made it, and so watching practice with him, it was just like, all right, I want to catch the ball in the same spot every time. I want to make a chest throw every time. So that's why every time BP, I do the same thing. It's like I'm going to catch it in that one spot, and I'm going to make that throw in that chest. So it makes it – so now when the game comes around, I'm always hitting Hosmer in the chest. I was always hitting Chris Davis in the chest. You know, obviously there's errors that, you know, you sometimes happens, but if you could keep that consistent, you know, Everything else will take care of itself. And, you know, won my first gold glove, won a platinum that year, 13, and then won another gold glove after that. So and it's just because of that consistency level of it. How about, you know, talking about San Diego and the decision to go to the Padres? How about the weather? I mean, that's got to play a role, right? I mean, it's, it's got to play a role. You see this weather here? Yeah. It's rainy. We, might not, today. we yeah. might not play today. Yeah. That's not happening in San Diego. <laughs> a phrase never uttered in San Diego, actually. I mean, it's got to be beautiful it's, being it's, there. It's amazing waking up every day, and it's 72, 75 every day. Sun's out. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's just... It's just beautiful. It's beautiful every day. I think we had a rain out the other day. Well, it didn't rain it out. Was but it was raining. Yeah, I was raining. We're watching playing through the game. Yeah, we're like, man, it's this kind of coming down pretty hard. Are we gonna like tarp this? Nope. Do y'all even have seconds. a tarp? Yeah, they took it out. It comes out of the left field. <laughs> First time I ever seen it, it was out there. I'm like, damn, I didn't even know we had one. <laughs> but it's, it's 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 awesome, man. It's it's you know, it, it's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful organization. The the, the ball field it's, it's, oh, it's amazing yeah. it's, it's very nice and you know the weather's perfect every day you yeah. know that's what I plan on retiring too bro yeah you're gonna go to San Diego yeah when I get old man my kids get old enough to get out of the house I'm definitely going to San Diego oh, that's for be- sure well, it's nice. my favorite fish taco spot in the world is in San Diego the fish house you ever been there never I'm pretty I've sure it's name. Fish Shop. Might be Fish, fish Shop. Yeah. You just made that up, bro. Yeah, no, no, no. We recording <laughs> this shit, bro. You can't just make shit up. Wait, 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 wait. Here we go. I think it's, I think it's the Fish Shop. Because I'm thinking about like- Mama's Fish House is in Maui. Well, I That's know that. Maui. I know that. But no, uh, Pacific Beach Fish Shop. Oh, okay. It's got, but right. it just says like Fish Shop. Oh my gosh! The I think the, I passed by the other day. Actually, I'm telling I didn't you, stop in though. I, yeah, I don't know if you're gonna get like you know swarmed or whatever, but like that's go. a good thing. That's yeah. a good thing about San Diego. Nobody knows who I am. So oh, that's better. great, man. <laughs> that's even better. That's even better. Then <laughs> go to the, the streets, fish shop, man. Bird. <laughs> oh, dude, that's fantastic. Do I want. Yeah. That's the best. That, that is that's perfect. You got to check out the fish shop. Them amazing fish tacos, like the sauces they got. Oh, terrific. How about like what's an ideal off day for Manny Machado? Man, ideal sleep in. Okay. Uh, eat some food in bed. In bed. In, in bed. bed. <laughs> right. Cook it downstairs and come it eat come it in bed. <laughs> and then uh, just chill all day. Chill with my puppies. I got two little dogs, um, Kobe and Kiki. Just chill with them. Watch TV and uh, binge watch. Basically, I just kind of another binge watch. Yeah. yeah what I kind just, of shows? What What you into? I'm into Animal Kingdom right now. Okay. I just got into that. Okay. Uh, just finished watching Peaky Blinders. And, Peaky uh, Blinders. I've never seen he's, it. He's never seen uh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Good. Is dope, uh, man. That's good. Maybe one, that's bro. my yeah. next one, man. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. And uh, we, 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 we didn't finish it, but we were watching some uh, some Spanish soap opera for like years. Oh, uh, okay. Man, these Spanish soap operas, man. They they're going, going forever. forever. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even you should see Chappie. Chappie be so intense with his Spanish soap operas, bro. And he loves it. Like, it's crazy. But it never finishes. It's like the same story. <laughs> 
That's crazy. Yeah, just just binge watch and just chill all day. You know, I kind of, you know, we're always on the grind. We're always, you know, moving around, flying, going to places. So we kind of, uh, you know, on those off days, I just want to be in bed or in the house. Yeah. What about other house. other sports? You like hoops? Uh, hoops. Uh, NFL. Play a little bit of basketball. Basketball. Play, watch football. Fantasy. Big fantasy guy. Who do you think, Toronto or Warriors? <sighs> Man. I, <laughs> I hope Toronto gives them a good shot, but I think I think Golden State is going to take it. They they just got the better team. Yeah, they just you know they're defending champs, and KD's probably going to come back. You know, not for, not for games one not, and two though, and I'm worried about that. I think as they, a Warriors they need fan, KD, they need think, KD. They think they do in the series. Yes. Yeah, I don't want Kawhi guarding uh, Steph. Mm. He's going to lock him down. You know what I'm saying? He and, won't be able to do anything. And he's never good with bigger defenders. Like, his, this is going to be a problem. It's a bigger serious, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kawhi, he is just... I always say, I do a lot of NBA play-by-play. And people ask, like, you know, who's the guy, like, that stands out most to you, whatever? And I, I've said over the last couple of years, the guy who has, like, even though I, kn- I knew he's great, but, like, still was like, whoa, when you watch him up close, is Kawhi. That's been the guy for me because he, the way he anticipates things and his hands and his size and his movements, like it, it ain't been many players that 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 are as equally as good on both ends of the floor. Yeah, like he's he's he elite defender and he's I mean he can score from anywhere on the floor too. It's it's crazy. It's, I mean, Kendrick Perkins said the other day and it was like Scottie Pippen's the only other person I can really think of that's that good on both ends. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like really that that elite. He, uh, that's a good comparison, yeah. like along those lines. It's true. Where it just like locks you down. He locks you down. It's crazy. I mean, he locked up Giannis. Oh, and, and that series was over after the first two games. After the first two games, I'm like, the Bucks might sweep these dudes. Yes. And then he just, just, I mean, he changed Took the narrative. Over. It was crazy, Took man. Over. It, yeah. And now your dog's named Kobe after after Kobe Bryant. So he, he was your guy growing up. <laughs> that was my guy. That was my guy. <laughs> Have you gotten a chance to interact with him at all? <clears throat> so last year. Uh, you know, I actually got to meet him. So game, I think it was game five of the World Series. Uh, the Dodgers invited him over and he came over and, you know, walked around the clubhouse and stuff. I had to take a picture with him. So crazy thing was he, uh, so they asked him because I was, I wore number eight going to L.A. because of, cause of Kobe. So I get there and, you know, they tell me, hey, you're going to come over to the, to the game. Game five, you know, we're going to give you a jersey, number eight jersey with your name on it or whatever. He's like, no, I don't want, I don't want my name on it. I want Machado's jersey. Oh, oh, Machado's jersey. I was like, damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So he ended up wearing my jersey and he wore it on the game and he came into the clubhouse and, you know, we took a picture and he, he had a, he had a, he had a hoodie on, you know, he didn't want to walk around the clubhouse with my jersey. So finally when I came up, I was getting ready for the game. He comes into the weight room and I'm working out and, I try to get up. He's like, nah, nah, nah. Don't worry about it. finish what you're doing. I'll, you know, I'm like, nah, bro. You're Kobe Bryant, bro. <laughs> I'll stop what I'm doing right quick. <laughs> I come take a picture. So I got up and took a picture. He takes it off. He's like, hold on. I got to take, take something off. So he takes it off. And I'm like, damn. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing my jersey, bro. <laughs> Which is, you know, that, that that's one of my... Most I will never forget that in my entire life. You know that was pretty pretty special. That is an awesome story. That's dope. crazy, and that is like I mean, you talk about meeting your heroes and that kind of thing. That's that's incredible, man. It was awesome, Manny. We could awesome. do this all day, dude. I know uh, you know you've given us a ton of time. Want to let you get out of here, but thank you. Like I was always a fan watching you, but now I'm like, yo, Manny's really cool. Like I, you know, <laughs> like, this is what we love about R two C two, though, sure. right? Like you get to know guys, and that's yeah. why C wanted to do this. Like we love storytelling get to know you guys this is a lot of fun man best of luck in san diego man man. appreciate you guys and hopefully we'll uh we'll have you back on sometime for For sure. sure thank you man awesome man thank you guys